Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page number two, the podcast that has been benamed. Last week had no name. This week we have a name and still a Rhapsody. Hi, Rhapsody. How are you I've doing? I've been on a podcast with no name, and now <laughs> it has a name. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Yeah, thank you, Jack, for the name. You wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I was gonna say creature. That feels. I was gonna say that feels dehumanizing, but it's literally dehumanizing. <laughs> you know what? I I think I think it might have just been pulled into your mind by Jack Reacher, and you're like Jack Creature. Uh, okay, yeah, Jack, you beautiful creature. That's... Much appreciated. You know what? I will say, Jack, you beautiful creature, because. I don't know. They might be a bug. I, bug might have gotten on the controller and typed out that comment. Is all I'm saying. Absolutely. Uh, it could. It could be. We're in Goosebumpsville. I mean, I see a demon clock. Anything is possible. Uh, but mm. you know, last week we didn't have a name. Last week we also weren't on streaming services, but we are we now. We are now as well. That's right. We're on Apple, Stitcher, wherever good post, uh, podcasts rather aren't sold but given away. And, you know, all of the rest of the associated sites. If you can't find it, you'll be able to find it on a different site that is very, very, very similar. I guarantee it. I, I would assume so. Thank you, so. Rita, for having set that up. Yeah. Do, do, does anybody sell a podcast? Isn't that, I mean, is that a, I guess that's a class. <laughs> so... Honestly, that kind of does happen a lot at the moment, but it usually happens through Patron. And yeah. so people will have like a successful free podcast and then subscribe to the Patron and you'll get this podcast as well. It's true, it's true. But like, I don't know, I guess that, I guess that is a lecture. That's what schooling is, is a bunch of paid, <laughs> it's just a bunch of paid podcasts with visual elements. Uh, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of just going to university and everyone is just podcasting the entire time. I thought just you were going to never say... in the actual room with the university teachers at all. In fact, both of you are in rooms. They go into a single broom closet and you all go into a lecture theater to actually hear what they're saying. I, I like the concept. I thought you were going to go a different angle and be like... All right, so today we're going to be learning about mitosis, but before we get into that, I want to say that this class has been brought to you by MeUndies. There's <laughs> something along that angle, but hey, uh, you know what I'd like to bring you? Uh, the book we're reading is called TikTok You're Dead this week. Uh, we didn't even, met, I mean, it's Goosebumps. Goosebumps, choose your own adventure, but not that. That's uh, illegal to say, I think. <laughs> I think yep. that's how copyright works. <laughs> if you say it, it's illegal. Uh, reader beware, you choose the scare, give yourself goosebumps. TikTok, you're dead. Number two is what we're going to be reading here today. Uh, and in fact, on the turn to page number two, we have a warning from the book itself. Beware, do not read this book from beginning to end. Your little brother Denny runs off by himself in a huge museum of natural history building. You try to find him, but instead you're discovered by the laboratory of the strange Dr. Peebles. The scientists volunteer you. <laughs> to test his new time machine. Wow, you think I'm gonna be the first time traveling kid ever, then Denny runs right into the machine and vanishes. Well, your brother's not lost in the museum anymore. Now he's lost in time. You have to find him again, but where? In the distant past, where fierce dinosaurs roam in medieval times, battling with knights and wizards? Maybe Wait. in the future, where robots roll over humans. The one thing you know for sure is you must find Denny in two hours or he'll be lost forever. Oh We're in God. control of this scary adventure. We'll decide what will happen and how terrifying the scares will be. All right. Uh, I, I just feel wanna... appropriately bewarned. I am bewarned. I'm also befused because 
this is it, it's just time travel does the book think wizards are real this is just time travel but it does mention uh, wait raps are are wizards we real are, are, are wizards are real wizards not real Okay, I, never mind. I, I got confused. I got confused. I, sorry. I'm sorry. No, they're real. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry, sweetie. Oh, Wizards are real. You the almost shook my whole world. The presents come every year. They're under the tree. It was not. It was not Papa. Don't you worry. Wizards are real. Uh, fireball. Fireball. We're all good. Okay. I guess we're gonna turn to page one because it does say. It says to take a deep breath, cross your fingers, and turn to page one now to give yourself goosebumps. I will say I cannot turn to page one with crossed fingers, so I'm going to break one of the rules and move on to page one. Yeah, I can't take a deep breath because I do have emphysema, <laughs> so I'm also going to be skipping okay. one of them. But I will cross my fingers and use the helical gnarled stubs to flip Be over the next page. Beautiful. Are you ready to get into our second adventure? Our adventure through time? I've never been ready for anything in my life. All right. Well, then, in that case, I will not keep you waiting anymore. What a crummy vacation. You, your little brother, Denny, and your parents have come to New York City for Christmas vacation. <gasps> Raps, he's real. And it's now. You thought <gasps> you'd get to do a lot of cool things, like visit the Statue of Liberty, ride to the top of the Empire State Building, and ice skate at Rockefeller Center. Instead, your parents are museum freaks. It's entertaining, your mom says, as she drags you to the Museum of Natural History. It's educational. Your dad declares as he shows you a collection of ancient pottery. It's boring, you say, but nobody listens. And the worst part is that you're supposed to be in charge of your little red-haired brother, Denny. Only Denny doesn't want anyone to be in charge of him. You're not... Oh my god. <laughs> the noise gate said absolutely not to that. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Uh, will this one get through? You're not the boss of me. Yep, he came. He keeps saying, "Oh no, act! Oh no!" You follow your parents to the Museum of Natural History. At first, it's kind of interesting. You really like di the dinosaurs. Wait until you see what's in this room. Your mom cries. Turn to page two. You rush to the next room, expecting something exciting. But your mom is standing in front of a sundial. Wonderful. An exhibit on time. Great, you think. A whole room of clocks. Boring. Then Denny gives you a karate kick in the back of the leg. Oh, stop it. You're not the boss of me. He says smugly. Yes, I am. <laughs> you reply, punching him in the arm. He whines and complains to your parents. You can't win. I'm thirsty. Denny says now. You can see he's eaten almost half a bag of gummy bears in less than a minute. Can you find a drinking fountain for Denny, dear? Your mom asks without taking off her, her <laughs> taking off her eyes, taking her eyes off a grandfather <laughs> clock. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. You grab Denny's hand, but Denny pulls away and runs down a hallway. You follow him. The hallway twists and turns. There's no sign of either Denny or a water fountain. But near the end of the hall, you see a sign on a door. Warning! Dangerous experiment inside. This door must be kept locked at all times. 
go on to page three. I mean, three. that seems like an ignorable warning right there. We'll just directly go to page three. There's no choice to heed I the mean, warning. It's true. That I can't I can't read, so also I'm on to page three now. Just I can't read the uh, the rules either. So dangerous experiment? <laughs> what does that mean, you wonder? Hmm, what could that possibly mean? <laughs> you notice the door is slightly open. Oh no. Denny must have run in there, you think. Well, see, it can't stop Denny because Denny can't read. That mm -hmm. make, and you have no choice at this point. You push the door wider and peek in. There's no sign of Denny. A tall, skinny man with light, wait, long white hair tied in a ponytail is bent over a computer. The computer is hooked up to a big, strange-looking clock. Between the computer and the clock is a large, square contraption that looks like a picture frame. You can hear the computer and the clock beeping and pinging. You got here? It's about time you got here, the tall man says, straightening up. I'm Dr. Peebles. <laughs> you must be the volunteer. <laughs> Dr. Peebles? Uh, actually? You start to say. I'm just looking for... There's no time to waste! Dr. Peebles I'm interrupts. ready to start the experiment. Come on over. Well, I... Here! He says, he places a chain around your neck. On the end of the chain is something that looks like a stopwatch. A very, very odd stopwatch with a complicated looking dial and four big knobs. Are you ready? Dr. Peebles asks. Dr. Peebles, though? Peebles, though? I do like that he's like... <sighs> You're right. He shouldn't have gotten a PhD with that kind of last name. I think you need to go into professional clowning. I think so, too. I do like that his voice is uh, if a goblin became Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> Turn to page four. <laughs> Ready for what? You ask. Why, to time travel, of course. You'll be the first human in history to use my traveling chronometer. Chronometer? You echo. What's that? He points to the stopwatch around your neck. I don't have time. You start to say, but he interrupts again. Of course you have time. Dr. Peebles goes on. It doesn't matter how long you remain in the past or the future. When you return to the present, it will be the same moment that you left. It'll be as if you weren't gone at all. How does that work? You ask, pointing to the stopwatch. It's easy. Press the button on the left side to travel to the past. Press the button on the right side for the future. To return to the present, press the top button and the bottom button at the same time. Cool, you think. What if this guy's invention really works? Traveling in time would be awesome. There's no time to waste. I'm ready to begin the experiment now. Hurry to page five. I mean, we're running out of time, apparently. Quick, Ram, stop talking. You think for a moment <laughs> Dr. Peebles obviously believes you're someone else, but a trip through time sounds like a lot of fun. More fun than a staring at a crummy... Wait, what? More fun than staring at crummy old bowls all day. Okay, and since you'll return at the exact same time you left, you'll still be able to find Denny and return to your parents before you they know anything is wrong. On the other hand, Denny can get into a lot of trouble very fast, and your parents will blame you if anything happens. Make a decision now. Do you want to travel in time, or should you look for your brother first? Uh, okay. <laughs> the, the two options here are, well, as on, the, on one hand, time doesn't matter. 
On the other hand, I'm running out of time. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's I. I feel that <laughs> all too real. <laughs> if you choose to volunteer for Doctor Peebles experiment, turn to page seventy-one. If you think it's better to stay and look for Denny, turn to page sixty-two. I is it just stupid to say that there's no way he's not in a different time period i don't know considering the beware page mentioned as much i'm oh yes. i'm gonna say so but i will also add to that that we could just go to the future until they've invented denny detectors and then we can bring <laughs> one back here to 10 seconds before we even came into this room we can have a 10 second head start on how we're doing right now i think if we want to stay and look for denny first how we do that is by volunteering for the experiment because you know, yeah. primacy and order of first, second, and third doesn't I, matter when I can travel back to zero. It's true. It, I will say it's maybe slightly overcomplicated to travel forward in time until we get a Denny detector when we can just travel back in time like 10 minutes and then handcuff Denny to a radiator. <laughs> <laughs> so, I either. Oh, we'll have to go. We'll have to go forward in time to get Denny handcuffs. <laughs> Denny cuffs. They had. They didn't make them small and annoying enough <laughs> until the 2069. Okay, let's turn to page 71 then, right? Time travel, because this Absolutely. is the time travel book. This is not the walk around the museum book. Holy right. on board with it. 71? I'm ready to travel through time. You tell Dr. Peoples, <laughs> the whole book, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work for me, but I'm gonna, you tell Dr. Peebles. Good. The white haired man replies. He punches some numbers into the computer keyboard. The computer starts to hum. The square doorway oh, between the clock and the computer fills with a strange shimmering glow. The chrono part is almost ready. The scientist says, pointing to the frame. I only need to adjust. But before he can continue, you hear pounding footsteps. You turn to see Denny racing towards you. Oh. Denny! You cry. He's heading straight for the chronoport. Uh, you can't go in there. You're not the boss of me. Denny yells. He runs straight through the glowing frame. There's a soft pop before he disappears completely. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Dr. Peebles cries. He went in before I made the final settings. If you don't bring him back within two hours of real time... He'll disappear into timelessness forever. Time is irrelevant, but also you have two hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He'll disappear into Someone timelessness. People just build a second time machine and bring us back to before Denny went in. Yeah. How are you going to be? You How are be? He doesn't have the Denny cuffs. All right. Race on to page 47. Wh what? You cry. <laughs> you stare at the scientist. Your parents are going to ground you for life if you lose Denny. You'll have to travel in time to find him, Dr. Peoples tells you. I'd better make those adjustments to the chronoport so that you don't disappear in timelessness, too. You stare at the scientist as he fiddles with the time machine. You can't believe it. This guy's really serious. When you find your brother, Dr. Peoples goes on, you must be touching each other before you use the chronometer. Otherwise, the device will only send one of you back. No problem. But where did Denny go? To the future or the past? There's no way to know whether he's gone forward in time or back. You'll just have to guess. Oh, sick. You touch the chronometer around your neck. It began measuring real time the moment Denny disappeared. 
Already the seconds are ticking by. You have to decide, are you more likely to find Denny in the past or in the future? This is actually <clears throat> a legit choice. Like, this is a for real, for big choice. Uh, travel to the future or go to the past. So I remember from my own period of time being a younger sibling uh, that all the world was up and older than me. I remember the period of time where I was like, damn, I'm going to get a second digit in my age on this birthday? Hell yeah. And, you know, afterwards, of course, immediately it's like, that doesn't mean anything. Actually, it's only really worth anything if you have teen at the end of your age. Mm. And then I had to wait until 13 for that as well. Um, what I'm saying is I think kids look towards the future more than the past. Yes, that is true. And thus I will click it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do want to see magic, but I feel like we'll get there. This, we, we seem to have a robotic trend. Let's go to page 44. Mm-hmm. I think my brother went to the future. You tell Dr. Peebles. Wait. I hope you're right. Oops. Wait, hold on. What page is that? <laughs> I went to the wrong uh, one. 16. Uh, hold on. 16, 16. Sweet. Going on 17. 16. Uh, you announce, I hope you're right. Dr. Peebles punches another computer key. Huh? <laughs> Are you ready? <sighs> Step through the chronoport. <laughs> You enter the glowing frame. As you move through, you feel a strange tingling sensation. Oh, one more thing, Dr. Peebles calls out. His voice sounds far away. Before you can return, re remember. What? You cry as his words fade away. What was he saying? Ahead of you in the mist are two scenes. A big futuristic looking city with small cars flying around like planes. Another view seems to be the New York... The... the New York City. Uh, you recognize a few buildings like one World Trade Center and the Empire State Building. As you watch, a small red-haired boy who looks like Denny disappears behind another tall building. But is that really your brother? Make a decision. How many small red-haired boys could there be in the future? New York City? How many people with red hair are there in New York City? Probably just one, right? Yeah, probably just one, and it's this kid and it's Danny. Yeah. I also think that, like, you know, what, what are you going to go with the other option? I have no lead, or I possibly have a lead. I think maybe we go with the lead option. Do you have a take? My take is that I feel, I mean, well, first of all, both probably could lead us to a scenario where we find him because of the uh, impermanence of logic, but... I almost feel like it's a tr it's just a trick, and I, I do not want to be betricked. Also, flying cars are cool. And we've already been to New you York. You know what? We live in New York. I like it. Let's, uh, let, let's go with uh, the strange city rather than the redhead boy in New York. Uh, yeah, screw that redhead boy in New York. Who needs him? Uh, you I go all the time in the world, baby. Here we go. You decide to go towards the futuristic city. All around you are buildings made of shiny metal and glass. Cars with wings fly above your head. The streets are empty and clean with no litter, not even a gum wrapper. And this is not a real Ooh. future. Is this New York in the future? It certainly looks different from the one you're visiting in the present. You're about to start looking for Denny when a hand closes in on your shoulder with an icy grip. Human. A hollow, saddening voice says. You're under arrest. 
You whirl around gripping your shoulder. Wait, you whirl around gripping your shoulder is a shiny metal robot with a policeman's badge welded to its chest. The robot's face is expressionless and it's holding something that looks like a laser gun. No wonder everything is so clean and quiet, you think? Uh, the city is run by machines. Oh, oh Don't my. you know that humans aren't allowed in the streets? The robot demands. I, I come from another place. I don't know your rules. Please, just give me another chance. That's for the judge to decide. The robot says. Come with me. <laughs> Turn to page 89. No choice. All right. You follow. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, I've just realized there's probably going to be multiple different robots in this. and I don't have multiple <laughs> robot voices. So I'm just. I I'm mean. Wearing. I mean, it's all one central server uh, and intelligence that is actually being divided amongst all of these. I like the Corvax in No Man's Sky, right? It's just one convergent entity. So they all have the same voice. I mean, that makes sense to me. Checks out to me. I don't know two robot voices. I I just know the one. I guess no, I know beep yeah. boop. You could just translate one of them to just beep boop beep boop 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 beep boop boop. I'm sure the audience will get it. The the only other robot dialect I know uh, requires inviting the audience to chomp on my yes. metal posterior. <laughs> exactly. That was, the, that was the other angle. <laughs> you follow the robot into a big glass-walled building. He leads you to a courtroom. A shiny robot dressed in black sits behind a tall desk. The judge, you realize. You are accused of appearing in the streets, human. The judge says. How do you plead? Guilty, Your Honor, but I didn't... Silence. <laughs> Judge cuts you off. There are no excuses for punishment. You may have your choice. You will be sentenced to school or the zoo. <laughs> school or the zoo? What kind of punishment is this? To find out, make a choice now. Get sentenced to school, page 9, or go to the zoo, page 55. I... Who's picking school? It's it's not even that. How do you get? How do you? Are we being sentenced to the school or sentenced to the zoo? Like, is our sentence <laughs> you must go to one of these two places, or is it just? I, you you either get sentenced to go to school or you go to the zoo. We just have a good time. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. This this one doesn't say sentenced. That one mm -hmm. sounds like it's just fine. I mean, also, just being <laughs> in the streets. We shouldn't give them the choice of the zoo. They always <laughs> take the zoo. <laughs> There's too many people at the zoo. <laughs> I actually think that might be true. It's entirely possible that we're the exhibit in the zoo, which I oh. actually really want to get into. Oh, big time. Let's go to page 55. I, I Yeah. School's for stinkers. I'm not going... I ain't doing no books. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to school. I'm reading books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading books on the internet, Mom. <laughs> you love the zoo. What a weird punishment, you think, as the police robot takes you away in a flying car? I mean, they, hey, at least it, it validates our thought there. It's like, what a weird yeah. punishment. Soon you zoom through this, the zoo gates. Giraffes, elephants, tigers, and antelopes roam around the grounds. Instead of bars, a shimmering transparent force field separates the animals from the viewers. You will remain here. The robot announces, stopping in front of an exhibit that looks like a living room with a couch, chairs, and a TV. The robot yanks the chronometer off your the neck. Simpson. <laughs> Give that back! 
<laughs> you shout, but the robot ignores you. It aims its laser gun at the force field around the exhibit. The field dissolves, and the robot pushes you into the exhibit. Oh, wait a minute. You, you can't leave me here. I'm sure you will be comfortable. The robot tells you. It zaps its gun again, and the force field goes back up. No! You cry, trying to push through the force field. Then a group of robots approaches. Two little ones point and make strange coughing noises. What are they pointing at? Find out on page 102. Uh, the, the rest of the people in the exhibit behind us are doing a couch gag. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> in fact, look uh -huh. at this one. Says a little robot. It gazes at a sign in front of the force field. It's the couch potato exhibit. The small robot goes on. It begins making strange noises again. It's not polite to laugh at the humans. One of the bigger robots says. But mummy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pretend that that didn't come through the noise gate. Could you say that one again? But mummy. <laughs> Sorry, I, it's just not coming through. But mummy. <laughs> Replies the little one. <laughs> it's so funny looking here. Here, human. It adds, it shoves something through the force field. You lean down to pick up a candy bar. Look, says the little one. It picked up the candy. It's eating it. The small robot pushes another candy bar through the force field. <laughs> Sorry. With a sinking feeling, you realize that you're stuck here for good. But cheer up. At, at least when the, robes, the little robots visit, you'll get to eat plenty of candy. The end. We died. We lost. I love the idea. First candy bar comes through. I'm still going to get out of this. I'm still going to find Danny. I'm still going to go home. Second candy bar goes through. I am resigned to this life. Yep. This is where I belong. Yeah. Uh, it's just fine. Well. Eat candy till we die. We All right, that's a quick loss. Nice, good, quick, quick, clean L. Uh, page 89 <laughs> is where we um, made the divergence to go to the zoo. Do we want to... Quick L's a good L. Yeah, quick L's a good L. Do we, do we want to get sentenced to school or do we want to go back further? I think probably just try school, right? Yeah, I, th I think we can go uh, sentenced to school. And if sentenced to school gives us a dead end, maybe we jump back and go on the Boston study, theoretically. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. All right, page... Uh, I choose school. Nine, you tell the judge. The robot policeman drags you off to another room in the same building. You're surprised to see that it's a regular classroom with wooden desks, a blackboard, and a computer center. There's also a metal box the size of a closet standing in front of the room. The desks are filled with human students about your age. We will continue the quiz now. The teacher says in a hollow voice... Anita, what is the capital of Ulaanbaatar? A girl stands nervously. Uh, I, I, I don't know. She stammers. Then you must enter the framalizer. The teacher says. The girl bites her fingernails as she goes in front of the room. She climbs into the metal box and the teacher slams the door shut and presses a button. The box hums. The, then it glows bright green. When the door I springs open... You gasp out loud. You can't believe. I can't believe how accurate of a representation this is of uh, private schooling, uh, specifically <laughs> for primary ages. D tell me a person who doesn't remember going to the Framalizer at least a couple of times and glowing green. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I know just... I used to muck up and get sent to the Framalizer every other week. Yeah. <laughs> I know a, I know a couple of kids I wish got sent to the Framalizer a little more often. You know, well, let's turn to page 36. <laughs> the girl is gone. Classic Framalization. Yep. Jackson. The teacher goes on as if nothing has happened. What is 43 million divided by 7.26453389? A tall, pale boy stands up. He doesn't answer for a moment. Then he shakes his head. I obviously don't know, he says. Go to the framalizer. The robot commands. Slowly, Jackson walks to the front of the room. He steps into the box. A moment later, he too <laughs> is gone. Framalized? <laughs> you watch in horror as your classmates disappear one by one. In a moment, it'll be your turn. You've got to do something and do it fast. You could use the chronometer to leave the future, but you haven't found Denny. On the other hand, you've always done well in school. Maybe you'll be able to answer the teacher's question. Um, answer the question on page 133 or use the chronometer on 68. Rita, do you have a take on this? My, the, like, the, the logical take would be like, figure out what the question is and mm. then go back in time and life is, life is strange it and like, just yep. go back like a couple minutes and then answer the question again, but you know the answer. Well, I guess I'm also totally aboard that. I don't know if they'll offer us that option, but I do I want know. to give them the opportunity to. But also, the teacher is not giving the answers. They just say, "Answer my question." Wrong. Framalize. <laughs> <laughs> they don't framalize. Really... <laughs> framalize. Destroy. <laughs> so, do you want to use the the chronometer? Sixty-eight. Uh... I'm I'm so curious what the teacher's question is. Let's do yes, it. Let's no, let's do, no, 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 no. Let's do the question because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be death. And if it's death, that's okay. Let's go 133. I'm memorizing page 36 is what we're on. <laughs> okay. Oh, 133. The teacher turns to you. Stand up. The robot orders. Nervously, you stand. You hold your breath as the teacher starts to speak. This is the moment. Can you answer the question? Or will you be framalized? The ancient oh. British wizard Morgrid used a magic spell to travel in time. The spell was made of three magical objects. What are they? Morgrid? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Morgrid? <laughs> he was the wizard in, Go in the Goosebumps book, A Night in Terror Tower. You remember him. But can you remember the answer to the question? If you can't, you'll have to guess. Think carefully, then answer. I didn't read. All right. If I read this, I read it as a child. So, Morgrid the I wizard. Think I, I think I know. Yes? There's no way it can be three white magical stones. That's so obvious. Yeah, the options I'm are. The, the options are three magical white stones or a pin, a pipe, and a potato. So, you're saying it's a pin, a pipe, a potato. Yep. Three things that start with P. It's All a classic right. ingredient for a uh, for a time travel uh, caper. All right. If we you... open the chronometer in our hand, we're going to find a pin of potato and a pipe in there as well. All right, why don't you start reading page 103 for me then? The three objects are a pin, a pipe, and a potato. You tell the robot with false confidence. Wrong. <laughs> the teacher thunders. You know the penalty for a wrong answer. Now step forward. 
You start towards the framalyzer. Start, oh, start towards the framalyzer. Slowly you feel the chronometer around your neck. But before you can press any buttons, the robot snatches it away with its magnetic claws. No drinks. The robot says. Enter the framalyzer. There's no way out now. As you step in, except maybe run. As you step towards the strange metal box, your heart sinks to the bottom of your toes. You're a complete failure. You haven't found Denny, and you couldn't answer the teacher's very um, suspiciously self-aggrandizing question. Then again, <laughs> you're about to become the first kid you know to be framalyzed. The end. Now, Rito, I know I've led us into our death here, but let me just tell you, I'm nostalgic for getting framalyzed. Like, there's a little part of my soul, like old minted, that just yearns for a good framalization. So I did need to experience yes. this before we jump back to 28. Page 28. All right, here we go. Page 28. Take us away. The magical objects are three white stones. <laughs> you tell the robot. The robot's Correct. face is blank. Correct, it says. But we will see how you do on the next round. You know you're never going to make it through the next round. You quickly grasp the chronometer and press the button on the right to go further into the future. You know that the next question would be, how much money have you spent in your life on Goosebumps products? Do you have the DVD box set of the Goosebumps TV show? <laughs> immediately, is it signed? Is it signed? RL signed. Uh, immediately, <laughs> you feel a tingling sensation. When it stops, you're seated, but not on the hard wooden chair in the classroom. Instead, you're strapped into a comfortable soft seat. Whooshing sounds surround you. Is this an airplane? You glance out a window. Outside is black, empty space, dotted with brilliant white stars. Up ahead is a big donut-shaped structure with spaceships docked by its doors. You're not in an airplane. You're in a space airplane, a shuttle. And it's traveling towards a space station. 30 seconds of docking. Intercom squawks. To find out what happens next, turn to page 98. The space shuttle finally docks at a huge orbiting station. The doors glide open and you walk off the shuttle and enter a corridor. Inside the space station, robots and humans hurry along the walkway. Denny might be here somewhere, but where? A pair of robots wearing security badges stare right at you. All the other humans are wearing bright yellow uniforms, you notice. You'd better find one right away before someone tries to stop you. Just ahead is a door marked supplies. Inside, a pile of freshly laundered uniforms sits on the shelf. Wow! Nice. Problem Put, solution. Problem solution. Put on the uniform, turn to page 24. Boink. Before we do that, I just very quickly want to say, uh, we traveled to, as far as I'm aware, a random time in a random direction yes. and went, oh, Denny's probably here. And then we did it again <laughs> and went, Denny might be here somewhere. You know what? This is a needle in a haystack kind of situation. This is like guessing any number that is not an integer, right? So like, oh, 2.18765432, like, you know, all the way through until the end of the line. Uh, and just assuming you will hit the exact yeah. same one as someone Actually, else. Actually, Raps, they call it the Monfinity Hall problem. <laughs> if you just keep on making a new choice whenever presented with a choice, forever, <laughs> the next one's good. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how the Goosebumps uh, novels work. I mean, as long yeah. as you continue reading. Exactly. Uh, I mean, pop a uniform on. It's just the Monty Hall problem with a couple, a couple more doors than two. 
<laughs> All right. Disguised in the uniform, you hurry out of the closet to explore the space station. This place is too cool. Through the windows, you see thousands of stars. Sophisticated-looking computers with colorful lights are scattered all over this place. Razor, you think? The chronometer's steady ticking reminds you that the time is running out. You'd better find Denny quickly and get back to the present. You wander through a door and see a sign pointing to something called... <laughs> see a sign pointing to something called Teletime. <laughs> then two robots approach, and one of them draws a laser. Just ahead is a branch in the corridor, a green sign that points to hydroponics, and a purple one that points towards engine room. Make a choice and start running. Green sign to hydroponics or purple sign to engine room. Tele, tele, tele time. I want to go to Can tele. Can I just say how dismayed I am that we can't stay here in the tele time room? <laughs> I want to stay in tele time. Well, yeah, I, I need to investigate this. I can't, yeah. Like, I can't start my day until I've had my tele time. <laughs> Don't talk to me until I've had my tele time. I'm not the same person in the morning. Exactly. Uh, fair, fair. Don't talk to me before I've had my framalization. Please. <laughs> uh, you don't have to be framalized to work here, but it helps. <laughs> I I want to go to hydroponics. I think that's going to be a much more interesting area than the yes. greasy engine room. I Fair. I will say one thing, though. Mm. Uh, framalization is my cardio. <laughs> 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 I, I just I just realized I'm gonna have to find where they do like print order mugs. I've just realized that's gonna have to happen for me. Yeah, it's the first turn to page merch. <laughs> where okay, so I I'm sorry I was setting up my sick punchline. You just say green or purple. I I've gotten my reward. I'm, and I'm fine with going. I'm there. happy with the green person. All I right. think uh, I think hydroponics could be more interesting. Sounds good. Well, looking good. You tear down the corridor to the hydroponics area. What a jungle. Thick green leaves and winding vines creep all around the room. Strange-looking plants grow everywhere. You notice they're all potted in a pink solution that is, a, that is bubbling furiously. You watch the doorway as you look around. The robots may catch up to you at any minute. Danny! You call. Danny! Are, are you in here? Yes. You wander past odd-shaped <laughs> leaves. <laughs> no! Strange smelling flowers and heavy colorful False fruits. <laughs> You've never seen anything quite like them. You wonder if something in outer space caused extraordinary earth plants to mutate into strange new forms. You come across a large sign that reads... Ah, that word's probably not important to read out loud, do you think? Mm. Danger? Danger? Ah. Danger? Uh, huh. What could be this dangerous room of plants? Then you see it. A vine with a stem as thick as an elephant's leg. Its flower is huge with sharp-looking petals. You step forward for a closer look. Suddenly, the flower lunges at you, its petals snapping shut an inch from your nose, back away onto page 70. As you back away from the I... vish... Yes? Just, just for a second, I will also <laughs> just mention... We chose a random direction, yes. and then we went to a random time, and then yes. we went to another random time from there, yes. and then we went into a random room and was like, yes. Danny's probably in here, right? <laughs> Danny? Danny, are you here? Danny? Yeah. Raps, keep saying that every time, so that when we find him, it's all the more funny. <laughs> Got it. 
As you back away from the vicious flower, its curling vine sends out new shoots. Beyond the plant, you see a sign marked exit. Can you get around the vine and make your escape? Or off to your right, there is a rack of garden tools. You see a long rake that looks pretty sharp. Maybe you better get the rake first and fight off the vine. Quick, make a decision. Do you grab the rake first or run straight for the door? To grab the rake, go to page 123 to try the exit. Page 43. I don't like that it says try to go through the exit. I don't like that. I don't like Grabbing that Grabbing the rake either, is definitive. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to grab the rake. I do feel like this is a dangerous plant. Yes. I don't want to shape up against it, but... What... I... Were, was there... What made you think this is dangerous? Was there some kind of, like, sign or clue that made you know that this room was oh, it's dan the had danger sharp in it? pedals it's it's the the thick as a uh, elephant's I mean, leg stem of this kind yeah. of thing also like plants still trudge on even if you destroy like a large amount of the matter of that plant like i don't think stabbing it with a rake is going to even stop this thing i think we just get stabbed with the other end of the rake at that it's point it's true it's true it's true also there was a sign that said danger was what i was getting at you would like to run that through the too, exit actually let's do it all right, let's see. All right. Frantically, you pull the vine out of your path and race to the exit. The plant sends tendrils racing after you, and they snap at your ankles. A cluster of geraniums twist and turn towards you. As you approach, one of them sprays a bubbling pink solution at you. You skid on the slimy liquid and fall down. Up ahead, a giant <laughs> cucumber... <laughs> cucumber plant... <laughs> plant hurls its fruit... You duck as a grapevine fires off hard green grapes. Help! You're being attacked by plants! You scramble to your feet and barely make it to the exit. You fall into the corridor outside. Take a deep breath and turn to page 69. I can't believe that Goosebumps... Like, this, this, you know, 1980-something, 1985 this was released? I can't believe that this predicted the existence of Plants vs. Zombies. I was going to say that, too. It's a, you know what's the most surprising thing of all? Is that that yep. game is not bad. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, exactly! That, that game should suck. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it has it, no right to be good yet. Yeah, it's like, is it is it a masterpiece? Like, is it should it go in the Museum of Modern Art? Yes. You lean against the wall of the corridor <laughs> trying to calm yourself. The only person who can help you find Denny is Dr. Peebles. You pull, the, <laughs> you pull the chronometer from under your uniform and press the top and bottom buttons to return to his lab. <laughs> You've got to escape before anyone or anything comes to get you again. But nothing happens. You press the buttons again, and nothing happens. Oh no. What will you do now? You glance up and notice a sign pointing to Teletime. Maybe it has something to do with time travel. Maybe there's another way to get back to the present. Enter Teletime, teletime. teletime. on page 81. Teletime. Hell yeah. Tell yeah. You follow the sign to Teletime. It's a spacious room full of electronic equipment. A large panel in the center of the room contains dozens of TV monitors. Ah, Teletime, yes. On the monitors, you can see several scenes from the past. Alexander the Great's army, the signing of the Declaration of Independence, the landing on the moon, a robot... <laughs> hmm, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. A robot in a white lab coat watches the monitors and doesn't notice you. What he does notice on the final monitor, R.L. Stein writing the first Goosebumps book. 
cultural moment touchstones all on all of these televisions. Maybe the robot can help you return to your own time. You're about to ask for help when an alarm sounds. Attention, all personnel. A loudspeaker squawks. Be on lookout for an intruder. The robot scientist whirls around and spots you. He pulls out a laser gun. Explain yourself. I have been watching all of these monitors showing the most important cultural touchstone moments through the last multiple decades. <laughs> what do you do now? Tell the truth and ask the robot for help or try to trick it. Ask for help or trick the robot. <sighs> difficult, difficult question to be asked. I w also, I do want to uh, draw attention to a, a trope that I always love or, uh, I guess, recognize with a grin uh, in time travel things, which is when you go far into the future and then in the future they're reminiscing on moments in the past, but it's always moments in the past from before the original time you left. Like, nothing happened between the year yes. 2002 and 30XXX. Yeah, like, why didn't they put in when uh, R.L. Stein gets the Nobel Peace Prize? Exactly. Why didn't they in two thousand twenty-three declared world peace? Yes, in two in twenty twenty-four. Yes, Einstein's got some big yells coming he's, up, y'all. He's, he's get ready. It's his year. Uh, I want to trick a robot. Let's do it. What I think tricking wrong? a robot is one of those good fun kind of like really yeah. paradox Adam kind of situations. Exactly. Exactly. You're sure you can trick the robot. After all, you're a human and he's just a machine. Uh, please, don't shoot me. I'm a visitor from the past. I'm only here to find my brother. I mean, that's so far not a trick, but hey, the robot hesitates. It seems to be computing what you just said. Then it pulls back the trigger on its laser. <laughs> <laughs> and we respond? <laughs> I, I could prove it to you if you had, well, I mean, better technology. You add, falling over to the floor dead. No, the robot's <laughs> electronic eye flashes angrily. Our technology has been perfected. It states. Too bad. I mean, I probably can't locate the time I left the present. You probably couldn't either. The robot scuttle, scutt scuttles over. When did you leave? It demands. I can find that. You tell the robot the exact day and time that you left Dr. Peebles' laboratory. The robot adjusts some controls, then Dr. Peebles' laboratory appears on the large central monitor. Watch what happens on page 129. Oh, All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. The robot fell for it. You can see for your, you can see yourself stepping into the chronoport. Then you hear Dr. Peebles say, one more thing. Remember to hold the buttons down for at least five seconds. That's exactly what you needed to hear. Now you know how to make the chronometer work, but you still can't find Denny. I don't believe your teletime machine really shows the past. You say? What? The robot roars. How dare you insult my machine? Its finger moves even closer to the trigger. If it really works, you say quickly, then show me the present. The present? The robot cries. Yeah. The scenes from the past could have just been films or videotapes. If I can see scenes from the present, I'll believe the machine really works. Very well. 
the robot grumbles. But right afterward, I will take pleasure in vaporizing you. Any particular scene in the present? It adds sarcastically. These robots have sarcasm. They are advanced. Could I be any more straightforward? You smile. Your plan is working. Turn to page 90. How do they afford the apartment? He was a PC. (laughs) A red-haired boy is visiting this man. Well, a red-haired boy is visiting the space station. You tell the robot. Can your machine find him? Of course. The robot says, twisting some dials. Denny's face ripples across the screen. He's crouched underneath. Wait, he's he's here. Denny's face ripples across the screen. He's crouched underneath a table that holds a large computer. As you stare at your brother, <laughs> you realize the table is in this room. It's in this room. You cry. You run towards the table. Denny is still huddled there, too scared to move or speak. (laughs) Swiftly, you duck past the robot and under the desk. No. The robot cries, coming after you, but you grab your brother's hand, then press the top and bottom buttons on the chronometer. As Dr. Peebles instructed, you hold him back down for five seconds. Travel to page 75. Oh, my God. An instant later, you find yourself back in the laboratory at the Museum of Natural History. Welcome back. Dr. Peebles looks relieved to see both you and Denny. How was your trip? Exciting. You say. Boring. Denny whines. He punches you. I'm hungry. You gaze at your brother with exasperation. You know that if it weren't for you, he would have disappeared forever. You think of everything you had to go through to save him, and for just a moment, you wonder if it was such a good idea. The end. Ooh, that sounds like a bad ending right there, that doesn't it? That's a bad ending. That's a bad ending. Yeah, that's a great... We win, but I am also... I hear the tone in the voice, and I'm also curious. Where exactly yeah. are we going? I mean, first of all, let's take a moment. This is just congratulations, congrat pat on the back. Good job, us. Good job, us. Very good, very good. Now let's ruin it. Where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. Send them right back into the future. I think <laughs> the fe- I, we could do that, or we could actually just jump back to the point at which we chose not to go to the past. If, but that's going to be like an entirely yeah. Line. I think let's, there might be like a real culmination to the the future story that isn't this. That's uh, th- we can save that for when we run out of Goosebumps books and we start doing the next season of Return to Page, and we'll yes. go <laughs> and we'll go back and we'll do the the polar opposite paths. <laughs> so okay. Uh, I tried to control F future, but that's probably not going to work. Uh, do you want to pause until we figure out what page we're on? Sure. Okay. We are back at page 24, which was deciding between going to the green room, the hydroponics room, or the purple room, the engine room. That's back back enough to get, get a new slice. Should we? Mm-hmm. Should and we... we'll try and forget the fact that we know for a fact yes. that Denny is Denny in not is... just the hydroponics room, but the room off to the left yes. that has like a table in it and he's hiding under it. We know exactly that, where he is. That's but where Denny what about is. This engine room, though. I, what about the engine room, though? I, 
I would eat my hat if we found Denny in a different way. That wouldn't make any sense. All right, page 74. Not at all. You follow the purple sign and rush into the engine room area. It's crammed with machinery and monitor screens. At the center is a control panel with banks of blinking lights. Next to the control panel is a clear plastic chamber, about the size of a car, labeled Antigrav. Inside the chamber is a small figure that's floating and turning in midair. It's Denny. You rank, <laughs> you yank open the, we, we just, you yank over the door. Denny! You call. We've got to get back to the present right now. I don't want to. He, he whines. You step into the chamber, but your teach, teach, feet don't touch the floor. Uh, it's a, it's a feet touch. Actually, don't give people that lingo. I don't want that to be a more, I don't want that to be an easier to access term, actually. There's no gravity here. You're weightless. You get a funny feeling in your stomach as you start to float around. You grab for your brother, but he easily twists away. You find yourself upside down. If you weren't so worried about returning to your own time, this would be pretty fun. Come on, Denny. You beg. You're not the boss of me. He sneers at you. You grab for him again and miss. Then you glance outside the chamber. A robot guard had his laser gun pointed straight at you. How many times have we had a robot guard pointing a laser gun straight at us? Is this like number six? Either way. These robot guards and their laser guns. I will also say, what if we free Denny from this? He runs away from this situation, goes, hides under a table, and then the other version of us finds him there. Oh. It's all happening all at the same time. Could be. Uh, Human right. spies. The robot with the laser gun declares. Which one? There's 20. You are under arrest. You untwist yourself and float out of the chamber. We weren't spying. You protest. We were only... Silence. The robot snaps. In a panic, you pull out the chronometer, and at a glance, you and Denny... Wait, and take a glance. You and Denny have to get home. Please. You beg the robot. I have to get my brother... Explain it to the captain. The robot says. It snatches away the chronometer. No! You scream. Give that back! You grab for the chronometer, but the robot holds it beyond your reach. Come along now. It snarls, clamps down its metal claws around your wrist. You too. It adds, reaching for Demi. Denny? Demi. Denny. You can't make me. Denny kicks the robot hard on its metal shin and takes off running. That can't do more damage to it than it does to you. I can't. I refuse. Mm -hmm. The robot stops for a moment. You can hear something whirring inside of its head. The captain will explain what to do. It mutters. Now, come with me. Turn to page 131. You follow the robot to meet the captain. The captain of the ship is a woman. A human woman. But she looks really mean. You were caught spying in our secret anti-gravity device. She says sternly. The penalty is immediate execution. <laughs> oh, God. Now, what do you have to say for yourself? Immediate execution? I thought that was in quotes for a second. Immediate execution. <laughs> <laughs> save yourself yes please <laughs> oh and can i get another <laughs> and mm, fries and fries please somehow <laughs> if you can you have to get her to understand what you were doing there but what if she doesn't believe your story maybe it'll be better to pretend you're a new member of the space crew and didn't know better decide well your life depends on it lie turn to page 25 or tell the truth and go to page 120 
I don't think saying we're a new member of the space crew is necessarily exculpatory to the accusation of spying because you would surely just sign up as a new member of the crew and then just go into you <laughs> know, then, secret areas. And then bespy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You bejoin and bespy. <laughs> bejoin the, the, the crew and bespy. <laughs> Lie and turn I think tell the truth. I think that telling the truth is always the right answer. Oh, I was setting up for failure, but okay. Yeah, you de- <laughs> you decide to try the, to try the truth. Well, I think we might uh, find ourselves back on a similar track relatively soon. It's I'm true. It's not true. A spy. You repeat. But I'm not a crew member either. I'm actually a time traveler. <laughs> Likely story. The captain snarls. If you're a time traveler, prove it. The device. Your guard took from me as a chronometer. <laughs> you explain. That's how I move from one time to another. The guard hands the chronometer to the captain. She glances at it, then hands it back to you. You quickly slip it under your uniform in case she changes her mind. I'm amazed that we were just furnished with this object. If yeah. you're really from the past. She says to you. What color were the eyes of an Allosaurus? I'm not from that far back. You protest. She sighs. Okay, while I decide what to do with you, uh, wait outside. The guards each take one of your arms and roughly shove you out into the corridor. Turn to page 69. (laughs) Yeah, we've definitely been there. What was that? You lean against the wall to call it the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's like... That's the page where it's the only one that can help me is the the peebles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this will this will take us to to asking the robot for help or tricking the robot and uh, I yeah. believe down it, multiple lines towards our doom. Let's death. here. Let's go to page twenty five. That's a good one. If we lie to the captain, let's do it. Here we go. Twenty five. I'm a new crew member. You lie to the captain. I'm not a spy. I've been working in the hydroponics area. Then why didn't you know the anti-grav device is off limits? She demands. I haven't finished reading the rule book. You say. Maybe so. The captain grumbles. She hesitates, then fires a question at you. Are the crew forwards forward or aft? Crew quarters, rather, forward or aft? Uh, Aft. You reply, hoping you're right. That's correct. She says. But if you are a real crew member, what is the code for a space drill? A0 or X2? A0. You tell her. You are an imposter and a spy. She shouts in triumph. (sighs) There is no space drill and even the newest rookie knows it. (laughs) I mean, it seems like I don't want to. I don't want to be a spy on a ship that doesn't have a space drill. <laughs> what good? Yeah, thing? exactly. What, what, is, what good is it to to be spy here if there's no drill? She turns to the robot that guards her at her side. Shove this spy out through the airlock. She orders. Hey, what about partial credit? You yell, but it's no good. As you step out of the airlock, your whole body explodes. Very messy. Very scary. Very much at the end. Holy <laughs> God. What? 
goosebumps. <laughs> that is, I think, the goriest I have ever seen goosebumps get. You explode. You explode. Very messy, very scary, very much the end. <laughs> That's so good. That's the, it's the new t podcast tagline. Very messy, very scary, very much the end. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I don't know. Hey, I, I feel like that wraps up that side of the story. It's interesting definitely, to see where it uh, where it does link back up. But hey, I don't know. I like I like this one. I uh, future's a scary place, man. You know, framalizing it, and all that. It's it's a wild time, but I am glad to see that the the long time honored tradition of framalizing has stuck around through into the <laughs> yes. future. Yes, I'm glad that they did not stop. Uh, <laughs> framalize till I die. Yep, exactly. Live, I laugh, framalize. Framalization until I get the ability to be on the other side of the framalizer. Exactly. No, I want to be the framalizer, not the framalizee or framalized. I do. I gotta admit, I do like myself a framalized onion. So. Mm. Oh mm. my god. Oh, that's so good. The way that it kind of like, you know, makes part of your tongue disappear forever. <laughs> Oof. Can't can't beat it. But hey. It's the it's the magical zeroth taste. <laughs> yes. It's like hey. Yeah. Speaking oh, of, speaking I, of I, what? I was gonna cut you off for for an end thing of hey, speaking of turning to page the end. Uh -huh. uh, here at the end, I would also like to mention uh, the turn to page cast at gmail.com, the address by which you can send yes. us inquiries, comments, uh, feedback, etc. Yeah. The series. Or if like we're we're intending, it's worth noting we're intending to read through them like one, two, three, four, like in order of the give your like the, specifically the give yourself goosebumps series. So. If you want to read ahead and you have comments or something to for us to like read afterwards or something, maybe that's something we could do. I don't know. Just if anybody even reads the books, there is that email over there. Turn to pagecast at gmail.com, wherever you happen to be listening. And while you happen to be listening there, please consider doing a follow and a review if it is one of the ones that has that, because in order to show up in search results, it needs to reach like reach like a minimum requirement uh in order to do that so if you are listening to it on any of those sources or if you just want to help out uh following or, or rating over there would be wonderful especially right now well we are uh only the number two best podcast in the world want to be number one oh. gotta be number one what's i was i was gonna ask what number one is but now now i feel like i'm gonna have to form an internal rivalry with them in order to be no, able to I'm, bolster my efforts to take them down. Raps, I'm not going to mention the number one. They they don't need any more help. We're trying to beat them. I don't want to give can't give them any more free effort. pub yeah, I can't give them free publicity. They're already the number one podcast. That one and we're number two, you know? I I don't mm -hmm. absolutely. I I do like that the number two podcast is not searchable. So it's like <laughs> right in candidate effectively yeah. number two podcast. I mean, it's just got that mass appeal. It's just, it's just that good. Uh, but alas, uh, all good things must come to an end. Very messy, very scary, very much, you know? Uh, but I had a good time. 
I'm, I'm very much looking forward to well. very I'm very messy, very scary, very much looking to the next one, which, uh, let's see, what is the next book? Uh, Goose, give yourself goosebumps three. Seems to be, oh, <laughs> this is very on the nose. Oh, oh, oh. Trapped in Batwing Hall. I thought it was trapped in Batwing Hell. I was like, wow. It's just like, mm. what does that even mean? Trapped in a meatloaf album cover. <laughs> yeah. What what is this what does that mean? Trapped in Batwing Hall. I guess we'll have to figure it out. Uh I guess we could read the summary. Roundabout next time when we turn yeah. to page number three. It's true. So stay tuned, say subscribed, and stay scary. Uh <laughs> And also rate five stars. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another book uh, to spook you. So bye-bye. Catch you all then.